I haven't heard you speak in an English accent in ages. Oh my goodness, you're right. It's been a very long time. It's like us talking in English accents got all dusty, rolled up in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Amish Furniture Podcast from Dutch Crafters, the largest online retailer of Amish furniture. I'm Beth Rice, and I've worked for Dutch Crafters for five years. And I'm Milka Rivera, and I've worked for the Sarasota, Florida-based small business for four years. If you're tuning in for the first time, whether you're actively shopping for furniture, have Amish-made furniture in your home, or are simply curious about the Amish, we take you behind the scenes of Amish furniture. From what it's like to work with the Amish, to tips about shopping for Amish furniture, to interviews with Amish experts. We share that and more on the Amish Furniture Podcast. Since you mentioned interviews, Beth, we're excited to have a special guest with us today, Amish woodworker and woodshop owner Joe Schwartz of Star Mill Furniture Collection. Founded in 2004 in Shipshawana, Indiana by Joe and his wife, Ruby, Star Mill Furniture Collection is known for beautiful and durable solid wood furniture for the living room and office, including grand entertainment centers, media consoles, occasional tables, bookcases, and desks. At Star Mill Furniture Collection, the art of furniture making is passed down from generation to generation. They believe in honoring the natural resources abundant in Indiana by choosing to make their furniture from trees native to the state. And they aim to delight customers both by creating quality furniture that is built to last and by offering features such as soft closed doors and drawers, hidden power strips with USB ports, and LED lights, all designed to enhance the user experience. Hi, Joe. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, I'm glad to glad to uh, glad to have some input here. <laughs> <laughs> um, for our listeners, would you mind, you know, like introducing yourself and then just telling us a little bit about your family and how they're involved in the shop? I'm uh, Joe Schwartz from Schwartz Creations uh, from Indiana, and we've got uh, six children, four boys and two girls, kind of a family ordeal far as building furniture for stores that want to sell Amish built furniture. Enjoy what we're doing and we've been in business 20 years now. Could you tell us a little bit about what you were doing before you founded Schwartz Creations? What led you to decide to start your own business? Well, I was uh, actually when I was like 16, 17, my, my father had a woodworking shop. And at that point, um, I went in the factory and I was in the RVs for 10 years and um, going through a lot of, a lot of uh, layoffs. They, they laid off about every year, but I was there for 10 years and uh, finally it was my turn. I got laid off and when I got laid off, I, I got to thinking, you know, really, they really don't care about me as far as long as I'm there for their work, then that's all they care. And so I started looking for something else that uh, I thought maybe I can, you know, get into something else instead of go back in the factory. And at that point, my father had um, Schwartz Woodworking. And so we got to talking and he said I could make some products and just add to his to his catalog because he had stores that he was selling to at that point. So that's how I got started then. Um, started, he, he was doing some bedroom furniture and so I, I uh, designed some entertainment centers and some living room furniture and added to his catalog. And that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of how we got going. 
um, in between getting laid off and getting going into furniture was very hectic, uh, very little income. And we started from scratch. Um, basically, uh, my, my shop started up in the hay mow. I had a line of tools up there. And finally, when I saw that this is what I want to do, we build a, a, like a 1200 square foot building and I moved in there and yeah, we expanded a couple of times after that. So now we got 10,000 square feet and we're maxed out. So that's been, yeah, 20 years. That's incredible. A lot accomplished in that 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem that long. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, pushed it pretty hard with knowing the boys are growing up and they took interest in it right away. Could you tell us a little bit about, um, so you said four boys and two girls, kind of what they all do within the business and how long, how long they've been, you know, helping you all. Did you have them in there from a really young age or? Yes, we, um, we, we have a a 26 year old and we have a 23 year old, both sons and a 21 year old son. And then we have a 19 year old daughter and a 13 year old son and a nine year old daughter. So, um, our children go to a social school so they uh, get out of school when they're in the eighth grade. But from like fourth grade, at least the fourth grade on, um, they, they get up and they come out in the shop at, at five o'clock or five thirty rather at that age. And they help out here stacking wood away. Um, just young boxing, hardware packages, um, just different things that they can do in the business here. And that's what they did all their years growing up. Um, was doing that, and then um, they all had their turns after the employees leave for the day. They sweep the whole uh, facility. Just it's just a uh, so something that they can do as a gives them responsibility to do something every day. That kind of like a chore because um, we don't have a big farm. We don't have a lot of animals, so um, we're more in the manufacturing uh, side of it here. So. Um, so my oldest son, he's in the in the office a lot, speaking with customers and and doing quotes and um, things like that. So um, Jason, he's 23. Um, he is in production uh, managing the production part, the hires the employees, um, orders parts and whatever. That's what he does. I have a 21 year old son that uh, manages a uh, finishing facility, which the coatings puts on your your color coat your stain or your varnish so he does he does he runs that part of the business and my 19 year old daughter uh she actually builds all our drawers and builds all our doors my 13 year old son he actually does all the furniture wrapping he puts all the hardware in the furniture um and all the glass and it gets ready to be shipped to a finishing facility he does that every morning that's something that he that he does every morning. And he also, he's actually the one that, that sweeps our whole facility then as well. And then, and like I said, we've got a nine-year-old daughter, which she's not doing much out here currently. But uh, my wife, Ruby, she uh, is actually our financial part as far as she does the, the invoicing and, and uh, pays the vendors and things. So she's, she does that part of the office. Excellent. Thank you for giving us that that rundown. Everyone is very involved. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. But I did forget for, forget to mention um, my sons have invested in both businesses. They actually own 
some of the business. They're definitely involved. I mean, like the finishing business, they, they own about half of that. And they bought in percentages in the manufacturing part. So they've got money in the businesses. And that's one reason why they, they do what they, as well as, as what they do. When we, uh, in the evenings, it don't make a difference when me and my sons get together. Um, all we talk is business because that's all we know. That's all we know is just what we do. And I know other people would, that's, that are not involved in woodworking um, would definitely get bored. Right. Well, it's great to be doing what you enjoy and what you what you like to do, which sounds like you and your family uh, do. And it certainly shows in, in the products when you love the woodworking, what you create. It's it's beautiful furniture. That's great to hear, though, that, you know, 20 years down the down the road from when you first started, you're still really enjoying what you're doing. And it seems like that is passed on to your kids, which is really lovely to hear. Mm -hmm. We're actually the we're actually like in the, in the, uh, I didn't say this, but my dad was one of the ones that started the NIWA with six builders and he was one of them. And so he was, he was one that started the first show as far as the Indiana, uh, Woodwork, Woodcraft Association. And when I added my, um, uh, my living room products was at the second show. I've been in the sh uh, second show since, like everyone since the second one now. But we're the only family in the NIWA that's that third generation now. Yeah, that's definitely something to be proud of. Uh, so you already mentioned that, you know, your six kids work there. Um, could you tell us like how many employees you originally started with and how many you have grown to now? When I decided to bite the bullet and stay at home and work, um, it was, I think six months after I started, I hired my first employee maybe it's five months, something like that. Yeah. And after that, we, you know, every now and then every couple of years, we hired, you know, some more and we have seven now currently. Um, you offer a variety of styles, you know, from mission to contemporary. Can you tell us a little bit about what inspires your designs? Well, we do, yeah, we do some traditional, um, some mission. We have some stick mission. We have some, some other types of mission. Um, and we also have a lot of uh, transitional. We started doing a lot more transitional. It seems like the trend is, is kind of going that way as far as uh, transitional, transitional to modern. And that's one thing that we, that we specialize in. Um, transitional piece, pieces are nice because you can make them look modern or you can make them look like a shaker piece just by, by doing the, the wood, the color and the hardware, you can make it look completely different. You spoke about the transitional design and how you keep up with the trends towards modern designs. Joe, do you have a favorite design or piece that your shop puts out? I know you make an awful lot of furniture, but, um, do you have a favorite one? Well, we have, we have one that we, that we are proud of that moves pretty good, but we think it's a very nice style. That's the Lexus. That's a very, very modern look, but yet it's very user friendly as far as you have a lot of storage, uh, as far as the TV stand goes. Um, one of our favorites, uh, that we have, it's, it's not modern, um, but that's the Manitoba. Uh, that's one of our best sellers. Um, and the, we, we have another one that's called the Durango, which that has uh, sliding barn barn doors on it. Th that's been really hot. The occasionals, uh, it surprises me on the occasionals. 
um, because they're more of a box looking or whatever, but we, we do a lot of casuals. We do a lot of TV stands. That style is one of our, actually it's probably our hottest style. Actually, I should say that's definitely a, a nice style. It has the, uh, the embossed wood, which has the old barn wood appearance on it. Um, it's not rough sawn, but it has a, a texture that's on the wood that makes it look like it's old wood. Um, it cleans easy. It doesn't have real deep grooves, but it has enough to where you can really see it. Very nice. I know the I know the sliding uh, barn door look or the barn wood furniture look uh, is so very popular, and it can be adapted in modern rooms or mm-hmm. rustic ones. Um, so it it really it really stays popular. So the Lexus, Manitoba, and Durango are some some of the ones that uh, that you you all really like. And the Durango sounds like a very popular one. Right, and that's a variety as well. Your Manitoba is more, it's kind of like a mission, but it's more of an arts and crafts mission. And your Durango obviously is an old look. And then your Lexus is a modern look. Um, we do have the, um, the Durango pictured um, in the occasionals in the TV stand in a white with an Asbury top, that, which has a brown top and white cabinet. We took that to the show a couple of years ago, and that was an eye catcher. I love that. And I have to admit that I was actually looking at the Lexus the other day because uh, we actually need a new coffee table at our house. And I really love like the clean lines of that, of the coffee table. So we are considering purchasing a Lexus. <laughs> well, we'd be glad to make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> uh. So you touched on this a little bit already, you know, when you talked about this being like the third generation of your family that's uh, making furniture, but if someone were to come in and say, why should they choose furniture from your shop? What would you say like sets you apart? What makes us a little bit more unique than, than some people. And that is we do everything in house tops and sides, which we call panels. It's all a big, you know, piece of solid wood stuff. Um, we do 90% of them. We glue, glue them up in our facility. Like I said before, we, we make our own drawer boxes. We make our own doors. Um, we do just about everything in-house. And I think that's very unique. Um, I'm not here to tell somebody that they have to buy from us because we have the best quality and all, all this and that. There's other people that have good quality too. And I was, I just, just never a type of guy to just, you know, lift me up and, and basically stop other people down and, and make them look bad and whatever, because there's other people that do have a good product. Um, we just think we're unique because we do so much in-house. Yeah, that's great. When you have, you, when you have more elements, um, all being done in the same, same place, let's just, um, switch to asking you, Joe, you know, what's your favorite part of your job? My favorite part is probably just, um, I'm learning every day. I mean, I guess that's what's interesting with my job. Um, there's things that I learned at, at, because I'm involved with finishing that I never would have dreamt. I, I would have never found out without first-hand experience um, and, and vice versa. So I, I do both of them. I know why builders do what they do. I know, I know why finishers, you know, do what they do. Um, I've learned a lot in the last um yeah, a couple of years here, definitely a lot, a lot more than what I can even tell you. Do you have any advice for anyone shopping for living room furniture? Well, I think a good, if somebody's shopping for living room furniture, I think a good um, 
a good investment would be you want solid wood furniture. Another thing, just make sure you want, you want all the space to be usable. Otherwise, uh, I would look for, you know, we do soft-closed doors for standard. We can do soft-closed drawers if people want them. Solid wood furniture is, is definitely the way to go. It's certainly going to last. That's what that's what we love. That's what we love about it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining us today. It was really great to talk with you again. And it was, you know, wonderful to learn more about the shop because even though we get to talk to you on the phone, you know, every once in a while, we don't get to kind of hear that backstory. So that was really great. And we're really looking forward to having you and Ruby and, you know, hopefully the rest of the family down in the Sarasota showroom again. Um, We've, you know, we've been growing too. So uh, we have a lot of new people and, you know, we'd love the opportunity for all of them to get to meet you as well. Yeah, we're, we're, we definitely want to go down there again, that's for sure. We didn't make it down there last year, but we love it down there. I mean, we definitely, when we come down there again, we definitely want to go visit you guys again, that's for sure. That'd be wonderful. We look we look forward to it. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks a lot. You all have a good day. You, you too. too. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Thank you for listening to Episode 9 of the Amish Furniture Podcast. Meet the Amish woodworker, Joe Schwartz. Before we say our goodbyes, Milk and I are going to share something new we learned or a favorite part about our conversation with Joe today. Milka, do you want to get us started? Sure. Uh, I mean, it was it's always great to talk to Joe, um, but I think, you know, kind of learning some of that backstory was really nice. And I love the fact that, you know, it's three generations that have been essentially working in the furniture industry. And it's just really great to hear how much his business has grown. I mean, we want, you know, all of the wood shops that we work with to be successful and it's always really great to hear that they're doing well. So, um, that was my favorite part. What about you? I love that. Um, well, I liked hearing when he talked about, well, I, I didn't like hearing that part about when he was laid off from being in the RV industry, but it turned him towards the woodworking and he ended up working in something that he really likes and Mm -hmm. that has grown and that he likes even more as it's grown and the family's involved. And, you know, I just, just hearing those turning points in, you know, in people's lives that their path takes a different turn and it ends up being great. I I love those kinds of stories. And I just, I liked hearing uh, about the, you know, the styles that they put out, how they're keeping an eye and an ear to the new trends. They're always listening about what the customer is looking for in furniture. And we've heard that from a number of woodworkers who've come to visit us in the showroom here in uh, Sarasota, Florida. But I, I never tire of, of hearing about it, that they are always working to put furniture in the homes uh, of our customers that is going to just be unlike any other furniture they've, they've owned. So I liked that too. Oh, that was a good answer. I'm going to steal yours. Let's pretend I said that. (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Please leave a review and follow or subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Next week, we'll be answering the question, is Amish furniture worth the cost? We would also love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at dutchcrafters.com. Until next week, thank you for listening. 